An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. As a CEO and fashion authority, I know it's the details that truly matter. And when it comes to luxury, every stitch must be perfectly tailored. At Genesis, they've delivered on every element of the GV80. Two-line LED headlamps accentuate an exterior that exudes athletic elegance. Inside, discover an expansive cabin with ambient lighting. Take a close look at the Genesis GV80 and you'll see. Lux is in the details. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Climbing in Heels. The show is all about celebrating the most extraordinary superwomen who will be sharing their incredible journeys to the top, all while staying glamorous. Today, I'm speaking with English model, actress, and all around one of the coolest girls I know, Poppy Delavine. In this episode, we talk about Poppy's childhood, what it was like being the middle child, her admiration for adventure and travel, and how she figured out what she wanted to do in this crazy life. She has found incredible success in modeling and now acting, and has just launched a brand of Prosecco called Delavite with her two sisters. I cannot wait for you to hear this interview. I have always loved her so much. I love her even more now, and also found out something I really never knew. So I continue to learn on these episodes as well. I wanted to start this podcast because I really want to celebrate women and I want to celebrate amazing women and I want to celebrate the journey to sort of where they get to in life that a lot of other women will look at them and go, oh, she's so lucky. Oh, she knew this person. Oh, how did she get that? Oh, I, you know, and there's this perspective, I think, sometimes with women where they come from this place of jealousy, right? And I think for me, I've always been wanting to change that conversation and and really talk to women that support other women, lift other women, but really so many different types of women that do so many incredible things. And I yeah. think that it's obviously very tongue in cheek climbing in heels. You do in fact climb in heels, but you also do wear flats. But I think the idea is that every woman's journey is different. And I think, you know, I've had incredible women on here that have had, you know, 
come from family of six kids that help put food on the table. I have friends that grew up in Hollywood royalty. I have friends that grew up in all different types of environments. But at the end of the day, the, the common thread is working really fucking hard to do what it is that you want to do. And we all don't know what we want to do all the time. We all don't. Every day, it's a new day. It's a guessing game. It's a- It's a surprise. It is. And you don't know what's going to stick necessarily and what's not and what you're going to love and what you're really not going to love. And so I wanted to talk to you because, you know, again, totally biased. I love the frick out of you. And, you know, we met what feels like 100 years ago, probably. I was 100 years. 100. (laughs) I would say at least 15 because it was before I had kids. So, but you're very special and you're very special to me. And I think people look at you as this like, oh, she's so beautiful. She's so this, she's so that. She's like an it girl. She's a Brit girl. She's a this girl. She's a fashion girl. And you know, what's funny is Raj and I have always looked at you as this like, yes, you're all those things, but you're just so much more than that. And that's why we love you. You have the biggest heart. I think your heart makes up most of your body and your legs, duh. But, (laughs) but, but... Legs. You know, but, but I think for me, I want to really, I want people to know the story of Poppy and I want people to like, you know, how did you just, cause we all know you didn't just come out of thin air. So I think it's sort of like, I want to know who you were as a little girl. And also like, were you always this like shining light? Were you always the fun girl in the room? Were you always, or were you shy and were you insecure? Like, I want to know. So, so tell me that and tell me like born where born in London. I'm all here for it, Rach. And I love you very much. Um, I honestly hold such a special place for you in my heart and Roger and those beautiful boys of yours. And just so honored to do this and congratulations on such an amazing podcast. I'm always here to celebrate women morning day and night um so very very excited to be and you have two amazing sisters so that's and I have two amazing sisters I am the filling in the Delavine sandwich <laughs> which I like to eat a bit in the middle but yes born and raised in London grew up kind of just out not outside of London but in a more kind of um I would say a greener area of London where we sort of Grew up kind of running around naked, barefoot, dungarees, covered in mud, climbing trees, riding bikes. Um, the dream. The dream. Like yeah. We had a very kind of outdoorsy upbringing. Um, my two sisters and I, we also have an older brother who lives in America, Alex, um, who's phenomenal. And oh two my wonderful- goodness, there's four of you. Yeah, there's four of us. I never there's met a, your brother. Now this is going to be my quest. There's an older brother that leads the tribe. He lives in LA and I can't believe I am to introduce you to him. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. now I have to meet. He's probably dropped it gorgeous. Just saying, yeah. totally unbiased. Yeah, he, he's wonderful. <laughs> and I think as a little girl, um, I think I was pretty outgoing most of my, in fact, all of my childhood, I would be fibbing if I said that I was a sort of shy, retiring wallflower. <laughs> um, I sort of came out kicking and screaming and shouting from the top of my lungs, a really peculiar looking child. I think my parents were quite 
shocked and were trying to figure out ways that they could give me back probably freckles and deep, deep eye bags and like white blonde wiry hair and I think because of that I had to really make up for it in personality <laughs> because my other siblings came out kind of beautifully angelic and I came out looking like fraggle rock so I think a lot of my childhood you know was, I don't believe any of this right? oh, honestly I will Rach I will on I will, after this I'm going to send you pictures and you're going to go might, they might break your phone. Stop it. Um, but honestly, and I think I made up for that in personality. So I was always very sort of outgoing, loved people, um, loved entertaining, loved socializing, loved loved humans. Yeah. Like I was that sort of person. Like shined always into people's pockets and yeah. always trying to climb on top of people and touch their faces and you know, always overly affectionate. I that was me. That. But, yeah. but it's interesting because I do think, you know, I'm a huge believer in birth order. I really right. am. I, I yeah. am. I, same way I am with like Zodiac signs and things like that. And I, my Virgo queen. Yeah. I mean, and there are so many of us, it's wild. And I think for you, I mean, being the middle and being the middle, well, you're technically you're, there's two middles, right? I mean, yeah. Yes, but my, so my brother, we didn't meet until later on in life. Got it. Understood. Um, and we didn't meet him until later in life. I mean, that was like the world's best surprise in the but, entire world. I mean, can you imagine? You know, being, being eight years old and finding that you have, finding out you have a brother, it was, you know, who was older and so cool and so handsome. Oh my God. I was like, oh my God, this is all I ever wanted. Big <laughs> brother. But yeah, I mean, I am middle child. So you are a middle child. And I think with the same sex, I think you, there is a middle, right? And what's interesting, and I don't know if you know this, but a fun fact that, you know, many prominent figures in the world in Hollywood and otherwise are middle. I didn't actually know that. Really? Yes. And a lot of fashion people are Virgos. Shocker. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my siblings and my parents would say that I am very middle child. I mean, because my brother was brought up in the States, you know, he wasn't brought up with us. Mm -hmm. So it was very much us three girls yep. growing up. Yep. And I think I very much represent <laughs> uh, all those middle children out there, even all the kind of the, uh, the highs and the lows. Yeah. I think though, to that point though, it makes so much sense to me because what I found is that I think when we were younger, it's like, Oh, middle child, middle child syndrome. It was always this like negative and actually, as an adult, I have actually found that the middle children are very often the most shiny and the most uh, special, the most unique because they're not the oldest and they're not the baby and they find their, they have to swim a little harder, right? To find yeah. their spot, right? We have to fight for the attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's we have wild. to find our niches. We have to find what makes us click quite early on and find our places I feel like in the world quite quickly more so than others I mean my siblings would beg to differ they'll be like oh my god of course no I believe that I've even got I do know other middle children where we've like decided to start uh, wow. middle children clubs <laughs> where we're like let's all go for lunch and discuss our sub-siblings and discuss life and discuss how we're going to take over the world right. and you know how we always yeah. get you know, yeah. everyone always really poos on us and they're always like oh you're a middle child or this and you're that and we're like no mm -mm. I, I, don't, I don't buy it anymore I think it's I think it's like an old thing and I think it has to be like turn the frown upside down now 
Like I actually think the middle children are the ones that really, they really shine the most. I see it all the time. And it's, I think it's really a beautiful thing actually. And I think it's what you make of it. I think you can't fall into the cliche, right? But I, but so, okay. So growing up in this, like, so you grew up in this very, you know, I would argue to say, correct me if I'm wrong, a, a, a really beautiful family. When I say beautiful, I don't mean just what you look like. I just mean like a really good family and like a very well-loved family in England. Yes? Exactly. Exactly and, that. And I know that you're very close with your father. I know you're very close with your parents. Yes? I am. I'm close to, I'm actually close to all my family members, but my um, my daddy is my takes up I reckon I reckon yeah I'm I'm saying this and I'm like how much because I feel like I'm just talking to my great friend Rach and you are you are takes up most of my heart (laughs) I'm gonna get well thanks but it's true I'm a daddy's girl we are and I think that's what I think that's what happens and I I think I'd be curious to know and again something that I really believe in is that our education does not define us in any way but Were you a student or were you not a student? As a CEO and fashion authority, I know it's the details that truly matter. And when it comes to luxury, every stitch must be perfectly tailored. At Genesis, they've delivered on every element of the GV80, their sleek, luxurious SUV. On the outside, two-line LED headlamps accentuate an exterior that exudes athletic elegance. Inside, discover an expansive cabin with ambient lighting. Customizable ambient interior lighting lets you select from 10 levels of brightness and a multitude of colors to align with your current mood, emotion, or personality. So go ahead, take a close look at the Genesis GV80, and you'll see Lux is in the details. So, I mean, listen, we I went to boarding school in England, and I left at 18, and I went out into the big wide world. I did not do college right. or anything like that. I was... At 16, I was berating my parents. I was like, you have to let me leave. You have to let me finish. I am so ready for what the world has got to offer. And I, I don't think I'm going to gain anything from being a student anymore. So at 18, I was like, see ya. And did you start boarding school? Because this is something I'm learning um, recently. Mm-hmm. Did you go to boarding school from like age, whatever, seven or six? Like you start young. No, no, no I didn't. I went to, I actually went to school in Switzerland first before I went to boarding school at, at 13. So like 12, I went to school for a year in Switzerland and I went to boarding school at 13. Got it. So that was a, you know, that's a big thing in the UK. Like a lot of, but it happens mainly in boys, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I think less so now but it does it does still happen it's, it's a, a very thing. British thing it yeah. is and I'm I'm learning that more and more over the years and you know for us in the states it's sort of like wait shipping our kids off wait wait what not until college but but it's a thing and and most of the people I know that grew up in UK um went to boarding school but I you know and they do it here I think it's just a bit later but um yeah. okay so you weren't a student you were ready to work you were very ambitious you were like I, I also, I mean, how I felt was like kind of sick of conforming to what oh, I'm supposed to do and learn and why am I yeah. learning about these shapes when I want to learn about bigger things in the world? It made no sense to me. Yeah, I was just always really fascinated by the world and adventure and this idea of, you know, what's outside of the UK and mm-hmm. where can I travel to? And I think the second I left, I just, I went traveling mm-hmm. um, first and foremost and went off to South America and India and all of these different places with a group of boys 
hilariously. <laughs> That's my girl. Um, which is just extraordinary. I don't know how I did that for like six months. Um, but I did, and I learned a lot about myself. <laughs> I learned a lot about sort of resilience yeah. and Chelsea Football Club and sex. And yeah, know, yeah. When I got, I was like, I'm a man. <laughs> this is all I can talk about. And but I, but I, but I was sort of, you know, but I managed to see parts of the world that I had never even imagined to see, and it was just so exhilarating and exciting and sort of, you know, putting myself into all of these different cultures and worlds and meeting new people. And it was, it was stunning. And your parents were like, they were very supportive of this or did they, were they like, very supportive, but like, you know, this was, this was like pre mobiles. Yeah. You know, no. So I would, I would, I just literally, they dropped me off at the airport and off I went with like a sleeping bag in my backpack. So wild. and, And would go off and then every couple of weeks I would send an email being like, I'm now in, you know, Rio de Janeiro or I'm in Olympia in India or I'm in, and I would just give them updates. Like that was it. So it was kind of, it's not like. And you were 18 yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. So, so your friends, a lot, I imagine most of your friends were at university, right? A lot of yes. them. A lot of them have gone to university. And so at that point, so you're traveling around the world, you're finding yourself, I imagine, and growing and learning and everything we do is another yeah. step towards like, who the hell am I? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine that's probably a lot of what you were doing and trying to figure out, okay, like when I grow up and technically I'm grown up now, right? Like, yeah. who, like, what do I want to do? Right. Like, what do so do what happens that? there? Like what, like, well, so <laughs> at, at, that point, so when I was 17, I went to go watch Cara in her sports day in London. Mm-hmm. And I was maybe 16, actually. And Sarah Dukas from Storm Models, mm-hmm. her daughter was in the same class as Cara. Mm-hmm. And she was there and she came up to my mom and she was like, would Poppy be interested in potentially modeling? Mm-hmm. And my mom spoke to me about it and I thought it was the funniest thing ever because still at this point, I was like, I'm awkward like- and tall and skinny awkward and again like big eye bags and buckles and just like totally just not in control of myself I was like oh that's so weird why the hell would I do that um and so I was like no I'm good and then um at 18 just before I went off on this like sort of this trip that I went on I went to go see Sarah Dukas one more time and she took some Polaroids and she was like go off and do what you need to do when you come back let's talk again so in the back of my mind I had this sort of thing that I could potentially try modeling. Mm-hmm. So when I got back, that was exactly what I did. And we kind of started from there. And let me let me tell you, it was a slow burner. <laughs> it was not, oh, you know, overnight, six cents moment. You mean you uh, weren't Gigi Hadid? <laughs> I was not Gigi Hadid. I was, I was not Bella Hadid. I was no anything. I was literally like, I did every type of modeling you could possibly imagine. In fact, I was quite a famous foot model. <laughs> I'll have you know. Um, my feet, look at these 
I feel like you have beautiful feet. I feel like yeah. they're probably like a perfect That's size seven good. or something. When they say this is, it's not for me, it's my feet. And I did a lot of foot modeling, but I was literally, my best friend was my A to Z. And an A to Z is like one of those roadmap things that you have in a book. Right. We'd go on every casting audition, go see. I'd have my heels in my bag, my trainers on. I'd be on the tube. I'd be trudging around London. Like there was no tomorrow and the wind and the rain and the snow. And, and there's no I'm bigger very, kick in the ass, by the way, than doing oh, that. It's, I mean, you really learn. It's, it's a discipline. And you learn about perseverance. And you learn how to get up in the morning and go and do all of those things and then come back and you haven't got anything. For, and I'm talking like a good year and a half of that yep. where I literally didn't get yep. anything. And well, it's, it's, I, I want to touch on that for a second because – you know, clearly, I think most of the young women in the world look at beautiful people and say, oh, they're genetically blessed. That's why they're a model. Well, there is so much complexity to that. And even today, I think even more complexity to that. But yeah. but I think in the day when you were starting, there was not a lot of grace and there was not a lot of kindness and there was not a lot of, um, you know, being politically correct or worrying about how somebody's feelings were. And I started, you know, long before you on the other side and as a stylist. And I remember a model looking at me and crying and saying, you're the first person that's ever been nice to me because she looked, she was standing there for hours. And I said, I need to give her like a banana. She's going to fall over. And I would walk over to her with like trail mix and water. And I would be like, and the photographer was like, she's fine. That's what she's paid for. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And, um, and you know, me, yeah, I'm not, such, not animals. no, not animals. it's wild. Not. And so I, I do want to touch on that because what I, what I think that really probably prepped you for was the world of acting because there is (laughs) modeling there's rejection I think with anything I think with acting with modeling with singing the amount of rejection um and modeling I think is particularly disheartening because it's based on what you look like at the time now I think a bit more right now I think actually and how and even and what was even harder about then Rach was that you know, this was pre kind of like digital and yeah. people sent out having online mm-hmm. profiles where they could be like, okay, this is still models and this is our model Poppy Dynamite. Yeah. Like you had to go with your portfolio, with your book, uh-huh. go around and they would reject you in front of your face. Right in front of your face. It's going to be a no. And I'd walk out like, my nose, mm-hmm. my nose. <laughs> or like, oh, I need Oh, actually, oh, no. you know, and so you told that. Uh-huh six to ten times a day every day over and over again like in front like and it's right there in front of you and you're not being based on how your performance is or how good your voice is you're being based on what you look like what you came out of the womb looking like that can take its toll and before retouching by the way before retouching, before filters, before any of that. All of that. And then also to get all of the pages in your portfolio, you'd have to like go to these very gritty parts of London Uh and do photo shoots with Uh pretty questionable Uh human beings Uh where you would be like, I don't want to wear a thong. Uh And And I don't trust you and I don't want to be alone in this room. I don't trust you. How do I know? Like, and you would, you know, it was a very intense time in my life and very kind of Damaging. and very after that year of it I was like what am I doing this mm-hmm. is this 
I don't feel happy. No. This does not make me feel good about myself. Yep. This is not nurturing for my soul. Um, and I would see sort of other friends who were doing it too. And and thank God we were all such a great support network and Storm yeah. were actually an amazing um, agency and they were really brilliant. And um, I remember like Alexa, that's how I met Alexa Chung. Yeah. She was doing the same thing as me. And we would see each other on the tube and wave to each other on the platform. And, you know, there was like a little tribe that was like sort of building and, you know, we had to pay our dues and, you know, a year and a half in or so stuff started to happen. I mean, and I think, you know, listen, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, there's a huge argument to that now because I don't think people should ever be treated that way or ever put in those positions, but I bet you would on, on the other side of that probably argue and say, but it also kind of prepped me for the world because I, you know, you are met with challenge and adversity and things don't really always work out the way you dream that they will. So I think there's this weird, <laughs> there's, cause I got my ass kicked when I started work, you know, and, and I talk about it in this way of like, you know, I was told I was way too nice to ever survive in fashion. I was told like, I was, you know, accused of stealing when my boss was stealing. It was like in her drawer and like, in her, you know what I mean? So like there was so many things, but then I go, you know what though? it fucking made me, it gave me my work ethic. It gave me my grit. It gave me my skin. It gave me like the ability to like, almost like function and come out of the womb, right? Like come. Absolutely. It teaches, it taught me so many things. Exactly like you, Rach. Like I feel like even though at the time it was tough and painful, but at the same time, I'm also really, and honestly, truly grateful for it because I don't think I would have, gone on to do some of the things that I ended up doing without that kind of at this point nothing would phase me right, you know, right. Like, I, I don't care you don't think I'm pretty I don't care like it's not it's totally irrelevant to what I want to do and where I want to be placed in this world and, and so you, so then you so at what point do you go okay like I'm doing this now it's going well right I've met some great people I'm having fun I'm living probably a pretty fun life right at that point it's probably around when I met you like at the Burberry show and like exactly right it was at that time yeah and I'd started doing I was doing a little bit of runway I was doing um sort of campaigns for like Anya Heimash or like Alberta Fetti I was starting to work with Chanel um and I'd met Carl and so I had sort of developed close bond with him and you know, then you're on a whole different stratosphere. And yeah. then it was just, God, a lot of fun. So much <laughs> so travel much fun. and adventures and meeting just brilliant, bold, beautiful people that just, who still to this day, I'm so close to like you and, and just sort of forming these really, you know, important relationships and, wearing insane clothes and you know running around Paris oh my god it was an absolute it was such a dream that sometimes I can't really believe that it all 
happened. Yeah. And I, you know, that's when I met you. And I think the thing is, you're always one of the most fun people to ever be around. Your energy is so contagious. And like, even if a party sucks or a dinner sucks, if Poppy comes, (laughs) like, it's like, we know we're going to have fun, right? Like, I just know I'm going to be happy if I'm with you and we're going to have a great time, right? And I think we have like a group of us, right? Like we have a group of us. It's like our safe people in our group that we roll in and whatever. But at some point you go, okay, so I'm doing this. I'm living the dream. I'm having the best time. Um, probably sometimes a little too much fun, but yeah, a few terrible hangovers up in there. Yeah, well, just a few, <laughs> just a few, but worth it. I'm gonna say it was worth it. It was so worth it. It was worth it. At some point, you say, "Okay, I'm gonna take a go at acting," right? Yes. And then what? God, because and you know, my dad always laughed at me when he, he was like, "Oh my God," he's like, "Now that you're." in this world that you've taken so many years to build yourself into and you're part of it now and at this point I was sort of working with the British Fashion Council and helping them discover and and sort of nurture young talent and I'm doing all of this stuff and it's exactly where I want to be but I go oh you know what it's not good enough I want to start right back at the beginning again and do something where I'm totally out of my comfort zone and put myself right back to the beginning. And I want to be an actor. My dad's like, oh my God, why can't you just be happy with what you're doing? And I'm like, no, it's not enough. I've got to keep moving, got to keep going. So yeah, I suddenly like turned around to my agents and I said, I'm off to New York and I want to go to a drama school out there. And I want to like, cause I'd done a lot of um, acting at school and I was like, but this is what I want to do. Like, I'm not feeling like I've really I didn't feel like I really belonged enough in what I was doing. And so off I went and I started that whole new chapter of my life. Was that terrifying? Was that scary? It was absolutely petrifying because in a way, in my mind, I think what I thought, and this is, and I don't think I've really said this before, but in my mind, I thought, well, acting and modeling must kind of go hand in hand and surely there's a way that we can, you know, this can all work together. But in in all honesty, it doesn't and so when I started acting and you know trying to find an agent who'd represent me and you know I'd start going to sort of auditions or whatever and, you know no casting director was interested in seeing me right. because in their minds they were like well that's She's a model. model yeah and what she just wants to see if she can like try her hand at acting like sure. no we're not interested sure. so trying to get my foot in the door so the, the kind of modeling career and my kind of career in fashion so to speak I thought would open doors and it didn't so I had to train and I ended up which I wanted to do anyway which I was doing a lot of on the side um but I got an amazing acting coach I went to a place in London called Riverside Studios where I did like a year of training and then I was like okay these people, I really need these people to take me seriously because this is actually really what I want to do. And again, it was another couple of years and a bit like the foot modeling. Not that I love the foot modeling aspect of my life, by the way. I'm not shitting on that. But a few kind of foot modeling-esque jobs in the acting realm, which I hope will never see the light of day, but they probably will somehow. And um, a few of those before stuff started to happen but I had to you know really juggle 
sort of the, like honing my craft, like learning to act, do all that stuff with kind of still trying to make money and stay in the fashion industry and do all of that stuff to do what I really wanted to do. And I'm really glad that my sort of perseverance paid off, mm-hmm. but it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't plain sailing. But Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also, small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. 
Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast, so grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. 
of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Obviously, but that also goes without saying, like, I was obviously very aware. I obviously did have opportunities that a lot of other actors wouldn't have had by even having a modeling agent or even by having a backup job that could get me through the learning process. Like, I appreciate that it it is not easy for anybody but what I was just trying to explain is that um you know you always think these two industries go hand in hand and they offer people do people do I think people do think that I think people do think that because there is a lot of actor term model but listen there's also actor term producer producers yeah actor like there are logical steps it's like stylists becoming designers or makeup artists having you know becoming entrepreneurs and you know I think I, I think it is, but I also think sometimes it makes it harder. You know, I think, I think sometimes they make it harder. <laughs> and I think this kind of, this sort of, as you said, like stylist turned designer, like makeup artist turned is, mm-hmm. is really, I mean, this it's evolved so yeah. much. Yeah. Again, like, you know, however many years ago this was, like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. there wasn't so much of that. Everyone yeah. was very much, stay in your lane, yeah. model, yeah. and that's what you you like now it's like model influencer dj cookbook <laughs> the world That's is so now true. your oyster right you can like everyone can do everybody else's job if they want to do it That's but true. like 20 years ago it wasn't really it was kind of like no no that's what you do. And you're going to stick to that. It's and true. But luckily the world has evolved. Now everyone is free and open to do whatever they want. And it's kind of, it's, I'm not saying it's easier, but it's definitely more kind of, I don't know, more accept- not acceptable. What's the word? It's sort yeah, of. No, it is. I think it's more, I think it's, I think it's more acceptable. I think it's. Uh... People are open to it. People are like, oh my gosh, why can't that person be whatever they want to be? Like change the back then change the lane. Everyone was like, oh no, you stick to what you do and you stick in your zone. And I also want to point out too, because something I really stand behind, because you know, 
a lot of this whole trend in, you know, nepotism, nepo babies, nepo this, nepo that. And I want to point out still the rejection and the grit that you did survive and go through and deal with and take the emotional you know, I'm going to say emotional beating on your soul, (laughs) you know, because I mean, I did, we all did. It's like, but I, but I like to point that out because I think I actually am a believer that yes, it can be much easier because of people, you know, yes. But I also think it, it very often works quite the opposite that people don't want to give you the chance because they're like, it's too easy for them. So you did go to acting school. You did go study. You couldn't just walk in as this beautiful girl and say, Hey, I want to try this. And Hey, look at me. Like I can do this. So what, what happens now? Like what, like what's next for pops? What's exciting you? What is, what's feeding you right now? It's feeding your soul right now. I am so really at the moment that I, I mean, I'm starting a new film in a couple of weeks. Amazing. Amazing. Where is that shooting? Well, actually in Belgium and Luxembourg. So in Europe, it's a little independent film that I'm shooting over here in Europe. So that would be great. I've never been to either of those places. So, and you know, me, Bunny, the fact that I can go and live somewhere else for a couple of months is just exciting. And discover new cultures and new people so that's super exciting but the main thing that i'm also sort of really focusing on at the moment is mine and my sister's prosecco brand i'm Um, a fan i'm i'm already a fan okay so tell me about that because i'm obsessed with it already yeah well we so we launched it during covid (laughs) which was really not an ideal time to be uh launching a brand but we did because we had all the bottles in place and we'd already been planning it for, you know, years on end. So we had to launch and we did, and it's going wonderfully well. We have three different Proseccos under the Della Vite umbrella. It's vegan. It's sustainably created um, in a beautiful vineyard in uh, Venice, actually. Wow. So it's called um, Valdo Biadene. Okay. That's the name of the place which is technically they see it as Prosecco region in Italy and um it's where all the best Proseccos the best Proseccos in the world are Italian of course of course what they do best they know their Proseccos and it was me and my sisters and we decided to sort of start because whenever we were kind of teenagers and in our 20s and whatever there always seemed to be like a bottle of Prosecco on the table and we were always like (laughs) let's bring our own Prosecco to the world, yeah. but we'll go steal it from Italy because they know what they're doing. Yeah. And, um, and I also love uh, we, that it's Prosecco. Like, I love that you're staying in that, you know? Yeah, of course. But, but also we were always, um, you know, we always felt like we were sort of Italian in another life. And a lot of our sort of <laughs> family trips would always be in Italy. And we've yeah. always kind of celebrated the Italian food and yeah. culture and their vibrancy and how sexy they were. Yeah. And, and so we were like, let's do our own Prosecco. And um, it's honestly a dream come true. And I'm hoping to kind of expand the business into maybe homeware yeah. and see where that takes us further on down the line. So we'll see about that. But, and where is it yeah. selling primarily? Is it mostly in UK? Is it in the US? So we're in the UK. And then in the US, we're in Miami, New York, and LA. Amazing. It, you guys, yeah. it is so good. If you... Even if you don't like Prosecco, you have to try it. It is actually, it's excellent. In fact, now that I'm thinking of it, we have to have it at our fence. 
there's a there's a pale pink one, the um, Prosecco um, Rosé, and it is mm. so delicious. And what I love to do is literally get a fish bowl, <laughs> fill it with ice, bottle of Delevite or two, and that's lunch. Okay, honestly, and then you're good to go. Your day will fly by and you'll literally be like falling around on the ceiling by the end of it but it's great you are my favorite person I swear you well and I send you (laughs) bottles of it with fish bowls with bags of ice and I have to have it at at our events too I have to start making I have to start screaming it at the top of the canyons here um top of the mountains not the canyons but the top of the mountains (laughs) you know what I mean on on that note, in my bowl of prosecco with ice, in my double bowl of prosecco with ice, I love you so much. I'm so excited for this chapter. I'm so excited to watch you win, um, continue to win. And, you know, I just love the shit out of you and I just root for you always. And um, a fun fact that I would like to share, given that you are convinced you looked like Pippi Longstocking as a kid, um, or you looked like you were awkward as a child. There is one of my favorite team members, um, absolutely beautiful. Um, not yeah. She's been with me, I think, almost nine years. And when she started and I said, I was going out to meet you at an event or something, a dinner. And she yeah. said to me, you know, Poppy Delavine? I said, yes. And she said, she's like, my. I want to look like her. I want to be her. I think she's the coolest, happiest. She's my person. And I want you to know this girl is not someone who cares about celebrity. She's cool. She's beautiful. She's fashioning. She's all the things. And does, she doesn't yeah. even have Instagram. And you were like her person. So I want you to know that I know that you have the middle child. I'm the awkward. I'm the whatever and whatever. But like, I just want you to know oh, you're her well, person. I love her. <laughs> I love her. I mean, we could be long stockings together forever. Sounds like a plan to me. You're also my person. I love you. You are my person, Rach. I Thank love you. So you. Much for having me and I love you endlessly. that time in the show when I answer two listener questions. So let's see what we have today. Do you have any advice for a woman in her early 40s that wants to change careers? I feel like I haven't followed my passion and need a change. I mean, I hope that if you learn anything from climbing in heels, that it is never too late to pivot. It's never too late to do what you love. It's never too late to start a career. I have so many friends that chose to be full-time mom and their kids are older now and they're bored and they want to start a full-on career. At 40, at 45, at 50, I don't think that it is ever too late. My advice would be really think about what you love. Really talk to people that you respect with business savvy and experience um, and make sure it's something that, you know, fills a void, something that is scalable, something that can be executed without taking every, you know, last cell in your body to do and make sure it's something that makes you truly happy that you wake up excited every day and motivated. That would be my greatest piece of advice. Because when you love what you do, it really doesn't feel like work. It does. It does. But it's different. You love it. And you're not mad that you're doing it every day. And that is a huge gift. Okay. How do you manage phone time with your tween? 
Oh my God. Okay. So this is a constant. Um, you know, my little one, thank God, does not have a phone yet. My 12 year old, you know, there are times where we don't have phone, you know, there's no phone in the morning before school. There's no phone until you're done with all your homework. It's a hard line. There is no doubt because I care very deeply that my kids have a big social life. I think it's so important for them to constantly communicate with their friends. And for now, I really love their friends. If that changes, obviously these rules get tighter, but I think for Sky, you know, it's horrible. It's addictive. It's awful. Um, but I will say that we definitely pull the phone away and we say, there's no phone now. There's no phone at the table. There's no phone at mealtime, you know? Um, but it's horrible and it's a constant battle. And I'd be lying to say I wasn't, but at the same time, he's like, mom, you know, we're all on snap. We're all in a conversation. We're in a group text. We're in, we were all going to meet here. We're talking about this movie and you don't want to be the mom. That's like, no, you can't. So I think it's a very hard line, but I think it's very important that there are very clear defined no phone times, not at meals, not at tables, not at mealtime. I think that's huge. And not, you know, when you're going to sleep because it stimulates them right before bed. So I don't know. It's just a constant. And I will say that summer camp is godsend because they can't have electronics and they're in nature. So anytime you can pull your kids away from electronics, it's just a dream because I constantly feel like I'm tech police. <laughs> I do. Um, and that's just the truth. I hope that's helpful. I'm being honest. Don't forget to submit your questions for next week's episode. All you have to do is DM us your questions to at climbing in heels pod on Instagram. And I may just answer your question. A huge thank you to the sweetest, most beautiful, best ever, huge-hearted Poppy Delavine for coming on the pod, and thank you all for listening to Climbing in Heels. I'm so excited for all that Poppy is about to do, this next chapter, the next love for her, and, you know, all that is to come for her and her beautiful family, and, you know, I really loved how candid Poppy was. I really love keeping it very real on Climbing in Heels. I love talking about the sort of emotional effects of the different stages of our career journeys. I also like to point out things that are assumed about people that I don't think is necessarily always fair to judge, especially people you don't know. And you know, Poppy has clearly put in the work and she's dealt with a lot of rejection. She's, you know, she's done the grit. And, you know, and she's not afraid of starting over and she's not afraid of adventure and she's not afraid to, you know, close her eyes and jump and really just start over again. And I think that takes a lot because that's not something I love to do. I really don't. I like to go forward. Going back to me is always more challenging. But as always, don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. I love reading them. And while you're at it, follow me on at Rachel Zoe and at Climbing in Heels Pod on Instagram for more updates and upcoming guests, episodes, and all things Curator. And I will see you next week. Mwah.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.